0: This is Chuck Marble coming to you from a cool and sunny and bright Sunday morning in Georgia. As I've said in the past in some of my podcasts, I am a Christ follower. Sometimes I use the word Christian, but I don't always like to use it because so many people use it so flippantly and they really aren't following Jesus Christ and the things that he said and did in his ministry here. I'm going to talk a little bit about it because in the church that we're following, the pastor is doing a series on Nehemiah. Now, Nehemiah had been a big shot for a king. And the king granted him to go back to Jerusalem to in Judah to re, to rebuild it and it gave him a lot of resource to do so. It was really a revival. And in the, the middle of the chapters of Nehemiah, they talk about how the law, the law that had been given to Moses in being, earlier and beyond, was out there and how the people reacted to it and how they needed to follow the law and it made me think about where we are today. And even it brought to me more thoughts on how the Constitution and, and really the words of Jesus and, and the entire Bible for that matter have similarities. They don't have similarities in what they say but they have similarities in their meanings. And that is, it's kind of a way that we, we have our live our lives in the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution, as the Bible's a way to live our lives in a spiritual way. Uh, and both are very, very practical. And it's ironic in many cases I feel that the people who claim to be Christian and don't act Christ like the same ones are so willing to violate what the Constitution says and what it means. We often talk about uh, the big push in the courts about abortion. Ironically, I found nothing in the Old Testament or the New Testament that talks about abortion. What Jesus talks about in the New Testament is how we should love God with all our all the parts of our mind and bodies, and the second part of the Great Commandment is to love our neighbors ourselves. I don't see that happening with so many of these people uh, on the that, that are uh, this third of the country that refuses to accept what's really going on. Whether it's the pandemic, whether it's it's the rights of people to do with their own bodies—they claim it for themselves—but they won't claim it uh, allow, or they don't want to allow it for half the population, for women. They they look at the First Amendment for freedom of religion, and yet they want one basic religion. Michael Flynn, one of the major advisors to, to Donald Trump early on. Uh, I said recently that there should only be one religion, it should be Christianity. And it's his form of Christianity. The Southern Baptist form, if you want. Now, that's not to disparage every person who believes and follows Southern Baptists, but they even have their own problems. They've even admitted they have racial problems in there. So we look even at at that and we look through the entire constitution and the entire bible and we find so easy for these people to decide on what they want to believe from it and act that way we need as our pastor is saying a revival a revival in what this country was set up to be a revival in what Jesus wanted us to be the similarities are amazing if you want to look at it closely and understand it. I could go forever talking about the Constitution. I'm a scholar in the Constitution and a historian. So when these people say things about the Constitution, what it is or what it is it says it, it, they're usually wrong. They're usually wrong. And when they're using the Bible for their own benefit, they're wrong. I mean the former president clears out people in a very violent way. So he can walk over to a church, hold the Bible up for a photo session, not talking about that church, not talking about what the Bible meant, but just a photo op. To me, that is sacrilegious. To me, that is sacrilegious. I know this is a little bit different than, than most of my podcasts, but I just felt we needed a look closer, that we need that looking better at the Constitution. Looking better at the ideals out there and how we can work on that. The ideal is that the Bible and Jesus, particularly, put forth are not easy to achieve. To be humble, to treat each other with love, even our enemies. It's hard to do. It's hard for me to forgive people who accept the big lie and are willing to turn a democracy upside down to do so. But I have to. I have to love them because they, in their, their, their in soul was created by the Lord. But the same thing is they need to feel the same way towards us. We shouldn't be afraid to put a sign out how we feel on an issue for fear that we're going to get attacked because many of those people are like that. They're violent. And we see such violence already in the country with the divisions. We need to come back to that, to come back to that feeling we had of unity after 9-11, that we have on Easter when we look at the risen Christ. Why are we in the spots we are? So just some things to think about. God bless you and God bless this great nation all its legitimate leaders. God lead us forward. Let's look at what put this country together was it perfect then? Were those people perfect? No, they weren't there, but they did well for the situation of the time. They could not anticipate everything that would go forward, be it about guns, be it about churches, be it about life in general. They never would have believed we'd have such a thing as an atomic bomb and that could end civilization as we know it. They did not realize the power we'd had over climate, the ability to save ourselves perhaps As Michael Crichton says, though we cannot save or destroy the earth. We can destroy things about it that make our life easy, but we can't destroy it there. If we destroy ourselves, the earth will be going on forward, and new life may appear, may not. Who knows what it will be like. But thanks for listening. Have a blessed and great Sunday. I love you all out there.